without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. So in the gospel today, Jesus, we recall that Jesus sends the 12 out out of love for those lost sheep in the house of Israel to preach the kingdom of God. And just like they have received the good message of the Lord without cost, they are to do the same. They are to give the message of the kingdom of heaven, the message of the good news of our Lord who loves them and wants for all to be in his loving arms. They are to do that without cost. And I think this is, I think more, uh, this is bigger than I think we realize, this, this idea that for the disciples, they're not to seek out payment for the good news they are to give. And another way to put it, their love is not to be mercenary, right? A mercenary um, or, or a contractor, if you will, and, the con- and a profession of contracting is not a bad thing, but what a contractor or a mercenary does is gives their services for something and then expects payment in return. But the apostles are supposed to rise above that so that the order, it's not just the order of law and simply justice, but the order of love. The disciples, the 12 in particular, are asked to act out of this order of love, of to freely give of themselves to the people of God, and to not expect anything monetarily or humanly in return. Now, that doesn't mean they shouldn't expect good fruit. And so, and good fruit they do get. They come back to tell Jesus all the good things that the Lord did through them, through the healing of the sick, the casting out of evil spirits, of demons, and of preaching the good news. Good fruit does happen but they didn't go back talking to our Lord how much money they received. And so that mindset then continues in the Acts of the Apostles. They're continuously rejecting worldly status and worldly things for the sake of the gospel. One one great example of this is, of course, who wasn't here when Jesus proclaimed this, but of course Paul, who lived everything he had for the gospels. You see that at every point in his letters. This applies to us today, and this is kind of where I want to ground the reading in, especially ground our preparation for Advent. As we go through this season, this season for preparation of the coming of the Lord, not only at Christmas, but in the second coming of the fulfillment of the kingdom of heaven and the fulfillment of the new heavens and the new earth, I think it's good to ask ourselves, in what ways may we be giving and expecting payment in return? In what ways is the Lord calling us to more generous love? Now, that might be um, a simple thing, maybe doing something nice for a neighbor, a friend, someone who you live with without expecting something in return, something that's a radical, sometimes it's a radical call. Maybe the Lord might be calling us to live more particularly a vocation of radical poverty or radical obedience to the will of the Lord. This is something that St. Francis, of course, heard in the gospel text, right? A, A call to live the gospel in this uniquely radical way. But for us here, what ways are the Lord, is the Lord calling us to give without respecting return? To give to the Lord, to give to the Lord right worship, to give to the Lord the good things in our life, without expecting anything in return other than his love, which is a thing we can expect to be received, but also to others. In what ways are we called to 
preach the good news to those who don't know it, to those who maybe need to hear it more deeply, and to those maybe even in our, in our own lives. In what ways are we called to give to those people and expect nothing but the good news of the Lord in return? Amen.